Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the eternal kingdom and the blessing of being a part of it. Like many of God's servants before him, Daniel had the power to interpret dreams and he used this gift to show the will of the Lord to many. After some of the Israelites were carried away from Jerusalem, Daniel ended up in the court of Nebuchadnezzar, ruler of the mighty kingdom of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar was concerned, like many kings, about preserving his power against those who would conquer his land. This fear manifested itself into a dream that left him anxious and angry. He demanded that his advisors tell him the dream and its interpretation, threatening to kill them if they couldn't. In the face of this unreasonable requirement, only Daniel, an Israelite in a strange land, had the power to understand and explain. Nebuchadnezzar's dream was of an image made of precious metals and clay. It looked invincible, but eventually it was destroyed and scattered by a stone cut without hands. The king was right to be concerned about the longevity of his kingdom, since, according to Daniel's interpretation, it and all other earthly kingdoms like it would be destroyed and lost to time. But that wasn't to be the whole history of humanity. Instead, as recorded in Daniel chapter 2, God revealed part of his plan for his children to the king, only understood through the words of his servant Daniel. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom was not going to last forever. Daniel wasn't going to lie to the king to gain his favor or secure his place in the court. Instead, he delivered the important message that the Lord's kingdom was coming and was to be the only kingdom that would never fall. No matter what efforts earthly kings and rulers might give, God will be the ruler of all from eternity to eternity. God's kingdom is different from the power of other kingdoms because He is at its head and He organizes it. Rather than the powerful few dominating the weak and the poor, God's kingdom is led by a loving and righteous king who seeks to raise all who enter in by the gates. His servants aren't those who are wise and influential according to the world, but the weak things that he makes strong. This counterintuitive way of running a kingdom is what makes God's kingdom the only one that will survive all human history, leading his people into a bright eternity after this life. When we're baptized and enter his kingdom, we become part of a plan and people that stretches far beyond our immediate view. Our hearts are united with those across the globe and those who came long before us and those who will come after. Our membership in His kingdom is entirely our own decision. He won't force us to stay. He only encourages and welcomes all into His waiting arms. And that's the good word.